Hi everyone, welcome to Nemo Words with JJI. I want to officially wish you a happy new year. Thank you for joining me. Um, I'm quite excited because today marks, you know, the one year birthday of my two beautiful daughters. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God and I'm full of joy. And my mind has been racing through so many thoughts. I've had a lot of flashbacks from the inception of their pregnancy to the stage of their lives. Why am I this excited and why am I sharing my story? This is because this season of my life was quite demanding, being a first-time mom and having to handle two babies at the same time. It was quite new to me. I don't know if you've been in that place where you have always desired something and when it comes to pass, you're asking yourself questions like, was I really prepared for this? Did I, was I too fast? You know, you've been, you know, banging on heaven's door, <laughs> saying to the Lord, Lord, give this to me. I receive it by faith. You've been declaring words and here the blessing comes and there are a lot of questions in your heart. I don't know if you've been there, but yeah, I was there. I have been there because I felt maybe I wasn't prepared. I had a lot of times, a lot of down times. You know, I, 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 I was frustrated at some point. I was mute. I couldn't speak to anyone because there was a lot of pressure on me. But I want to thank God because looking back to now, I must say that the grace of God saw me true. And that's why I titled today's podcast, The Grace Factor. Because I want to describe a dimension of grace that we really talk less about. And that is something I discovered in this journey of motherhood. Many times grace is usually defined as unmerited favor, undeserved favor. So, so when we see grace, we see it in the perspective of I am not, un, I am not worthy, I'm unworthy. You know, but the grace of God found me. Amazing grace, how sweet that sound. You know, that sound of amazing grace. And that's the idea a lot of people have. And today I'm not here to debunk that because the word says so. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4, it says we are saved by grace. It is not our, it's not of ourselves, but it is a gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. So, our salvation as believers is a product of the grace of God. And remember, the Bible says we were dead in sin. We were dead. <laughs> there was nothing good in us, as it were, in the flesh. But Christ gave himself for us. And that is a show of his grace, a show of his love. You know, grace is also a love testimony. You know, grace is a love description of a heavenly father you know we can put it that way but today i want to talk about grace as an enforcement as an empowerment as you know a divine ability i was listening to a podcast i think desiring god 
and there was an interview with one pastor john and he was talking about grace being powerful living he described grace as not only a disposition or a quality or an inclination in the nature of god but an influence or a force or power or an acting of god that works in us to change our capacities for work or suffering and obedience all right so he was saying that yes we know the quality of god the quality of the grace of god being you know forgiveness being um 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 his undeserved favor but he says beyond that the grace of god also empowers you it it gives you capacity for the work all right whether you are in a season of suffering we are in the season of obedience you know the grace of god gives you such empowerment and this can be seen by paul's testimony in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 10 paul was saying that by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace towards me was not in vain i love that the grace of god in my life will not be in vain you can just say that to yourself anyway it says but on the contrary i worked harder than any of them Though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. So we all know the story of Paul. We know we have his track record in the scripture. We know that by qualification, no no one would think that God would choose a man like Paul. And Paul acknowledges that, that I am the least of all the apostles. Looking back at where I'm coming from, I don't deserve to be an apostle. It says, but the grace of God called me out it says but not only that he talks about the effect of that grace it says that grace cost me to work harder than all other apostles and he says it's not of me but that same grace is at work in me so you see the grace of god not just as a blessing but as an empowerment so what grace does for you is it opens the door of blessing and it also empowers you for the blessing. So for my own story or for my own testimony, I, I almost got to the point where I was carried away by, you know, the, the words of men. I don't know if you're a mother, you, you can relate with me. You can understand that joy, all right, of being a mother. But it's even more beautiful when other people share in your joy, you know. For instance, when I, I, I put to bed initially when I when I when I gave birth and I had a lot of calls or I had met people who came to visit me and they're asking, Oh, is it a boy or is it a girl? And you're like, It I had twin girls and they're like, Wow, did you do IVF? And I'm like, no, I didn't do an I didn't do IVF. And everyone is like, Whoa, you must be one special person. You're favored. You know, some of the married ones there could say, you know, they will say to you that I desired twins really, but God never gave it to me. Oh, God must really have favored you. And some other younger ones will just want to tap into, you know, you know, you know, we have tabas people. <laughs> 
I don't know if there's a word like that. But you know, people are always saying, oh, I tap in this anointing. I don't know if there's an anointing for twins, really. But you know, they said, I tap in the grace of having twins. All right? And all that. And so you could just get carried away with all those words. But God began to show me that it is not just the blessing that I gave to you, but I also empowered you for the work for the work required to nurture and train those children in my will and in my purpose. So in the days where I was tired, in the days where I was frustrated, I could hear the whispers of grace. Sometimes I stumbled them in the word of God. Sometimes I heard them in messages. Sometimes a loved one or a mentor just calls me and says some words to me. And I'm, I'm encouraged. I am energized. Meditating on those words, my strength is renewed. And the Lord says to me, what I have provided for, I am able to help you through the journey. And this is what I have come to share with you today. Your testimony may not necessarily be the testimony of children, but you could be a new job, an opening of a job that when you think about it, you wonder, how did I get chosen? Because I was there at the day of the interview. I interacted with other applicants. I had someone who had a PhD. I met someone who had two masters. In fact, I saw someone who studied in Harvard. But I, I don't have a master's yet. I, I told them that I'm working on my master's or I'm my master's is in progress, but yet I was chosen. And so when you come to church that way, you are excited. You're telling people, this has to be the favor of God. This has to be the grace of God. But listen, yes, it is the grace of God, but it's not a call to mediocrity. Because that grace that positioned you for that job is also available to help you to be efficient and excellent for that job. All right, so I'm here to encourage someone. Or maybe you just, you know, you, you are married and you can remember the day of your wedding, how you danced the song. I never knew he could favor me this way. You look at yourself, you looked at, at yourself as one who has been graced of God. Because you, the man was, you know, a perfect description of the love of God to you. That woman was a perfect description of the favor of God to you. And you were really excited and said, God, this is the best gift you have given to me. But two, day, two years down the line, three years, you're asking yourself, was this really the blessing? Listen, God who made that provision, who gave you that blessing, has also empowered you for the work required for that blessing. So, God's grace is sufficient. Remember the same Paul, that he was at a point in his life where he was experiencing, you know, he talked about it as the tone of the flesh. And he says, the Lord said to him, my grace is sufficient and my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
God is at work in you. The working of God in, in you is the working of grace. Grace is at work in you. Is at work in you. Maybe you, your own case, is that you just got born again or you got delivered from an addiction, a bad habit. And you're asking yourself, how am I going to overcome masturbation? How? How am I going to? I want to say to you today that the one who brought about your deliverance is also able to keep you through the journey. The question to you today is what do you see? You can be so tired, frustrated, and all you see is what the devil is trying to show to you. But God wants you to see, look inward and see the provision his grace has made available. In that grace is encoded strength. In that grace is encoded wisdom. In that grace is encoded excellence. Is all in the package. Glory to God. So you can. You can do that job. You can do that thing. You can. You acknowledge it and say, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And when you begin to acknowledge it, you will see the effective working of that grace in your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we'll be ending with that today. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Till we'll see you again next week. Have a blessed week.